0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Cat for Wednesday, June 23rd, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Call him now. 317 849 let's talk about sports and talking about the Indianapolis Colts. Camp is going to start in just about five weeks. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to first. The joint practices between the Colts and the Carolina uh, Panthers are going to take place on August 12th and August 13th before the game at Lucas Oil Stadium between the two teams on August 15th. These joint practices tend to be a lot of fun. The joint practice... Uh, the last one they had against the, or with the Cleveland Browns, which wound up being against the Cleveland Browns, a lot of fights, a lot of fun, a lot of fractious behavior. It was terrific. Camp at Grand Park is going to be excellent. Hopefully a lot of fans are invited and are allowed to come because it's just great. The atmosphere is terrific. The players are convivial and social, and it's wonderful. Uh, a way to get as close to these guys as they work as you're ever going to be able to. Uh, and, and I personally, I can't wait till camp starts always a lot of fun and, and great to watch them do their work. And you can see the difference between the Colts of today and the Colts of yesterday, the Colts of five years ago, six years ago, the work being done at Grand Park is focused and, and high energy and just a little bit different than it was when these team when this team was up in Anderson. Good morning, Steve Mix. How are you? The Pacers, they continued their run of bad luck last night in the draft. Did you know that the last time that the Indiana Pacers drafted in the single digits, that's one through nine in the NBA draft, Kevin Pritchard, the current president of the Indiana Pacers, was a year shy of being drafted in the second round himself by the Golden State Warriors. That's how long it has been since 1989, since the Colts, or the Pacers, had a draft pick, 1 through 9. This year, it's going to be 13. They did not win in the lottery last night. Nancy Leonard, unfortunately, uh, she tried to evoke, you know, the love of those upstairs, her dear departed slick, who might have been able to somehow, you know, get get the balls to fall in the right direction for the Pacers to get. A, a top-four pick, it didn't happen. So they're going to draft 13th, and it will, they're going to draft among these guys. These are the guys in the neighborhood as it stands right now. Uh, you, you've got Josh Giddy of Australia. He's 6'8". He's a point guard. Corey Kispert of Gonzaga, uh, he's 6'7". You've got Moses Moody, a wing at 6'6". They're all listed in that neighborhood. We'll see what happens with pre-draft workouts and, and who looks good. Kevin Pritchard and his staff, as somebody who can come in and contribute right away. Doesn't need to be a starter right away as long as everybody returns healthy. However, you got to get contributions uh, immediately out of somebody that you're going to draft at 13. This is not a developmental draft pick. You get those at 17, 18, 22, 23. You don't get them at 13. You get guys who can get on the floor right now and compete for a position on this team, in the rotation, and and help you convert losses to wins. That is something that Paul George could not do last night. Paul George, two foul shots with the Clippers up by one. He misses both, had a chance to put the Clippers up by three and have this game at worst go to overtime. He misses both foul shots. The Suns come down, they miss a three-pointer, and then they've got the ball out of bounds With under a second left, they throw an alley-oop to DeAndre Ayton. Ayton flushes it, and the Suns win by one. Wasn't it glorious? Watching Paul George go one for eight from beyond the arc and then miss those last two foul shots was fantastic. Made me warm all over. Got to tell you the truth. Watching Paul George fail is about as much fun as watching the Pacers win for me. Does that make me a good person? No, I don't think that it does. However... You know what? Got to be honest with you. I like Paul. I like watching Paul George fail as a basketball player. Uh, it, it makes you feel like there's justice in the world, somehow or another. And did you know? Last night, you might have thought that that alley oop was offensive goaltending, offensive uh, basket interference. That doesn't exist on an inbound play because it cannot. That pass is not considered an attempt at the basket because you can't score on an out-of-bounds pass. So it's not not an attempt at the basket. You can have no offensive basket interference on an inbounds pass. So if Ayton caught it inside the cylinder or not, is completely beside the point as you assess whether that basket is good. It was good. The Suns are up 2-0. This is the third straight series that the Clippers have started out in an 0-2 hole against the Mavs and the Jazz. They figured out a way to get to four wins before either of their two opponents, and so the Clippers moved on. I don't think it's going to happen this time. Uh, that's just That seems improbable to me that the Clippers would be able to find a way past a third consecutive playoff opponent where they dig themselves a no-two hole, especially a team like the Suns. But if Kawhi Leonard can come back from that knee, they got a chance, although Chris Paul at some point is going to come back from the COVID protocol uh, exclusion that he is in the midst of. And uh, he's going to play basketball again. So, you know, kind of that's the way it goes. The two biggest stars in the series are sitting right now. And that sucks for the NBA. Uh, tonight, the Eastern Conference Finals start between the Bucks and the Hawks. I think the Bucks are going to run through the Hawks. I, Trey Young is going to have to play out of his mind to get past the Milwaukee Bucks, But the Bucks I think, can be had. I, I don't think that they will be had, but I think that they could be had. I think that Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player on the floor, and more often than not, when you have the best player on the floor, you're going to win games, especially in the playoffs. So I think that the Bucks will move on and that they'll play the Suns in the NBA Finals. And what kind of NBA Finals is this? Is this turning back the clock to the 70s or what? With the Suns and the Bucks. Excelling and uh and playing at this level. I don't know. I think it's gonna be fun. I like watching the Suns play. Uh Josh Hoover, a quarterback out of Texas. He goes to Rockwell Heath. He is going to be a senior 526th ranked player in the class of 2022. He's coming to IU. He committed yesterday. And uh, so there you go. Last year at Rockwell Heath, he was 236 of, of 372 for 3,556 yards. 36 touchdowns. You watch his highlight reel, and you say, my God, this guy throws a pretty ball. But they don't put incompletions and interceptions on highlight reels. Ever, ever, ever. It just never happens. So a guy in his highlight reel is going to look terrific. But I like his release. I like the flight of his ball. It lands where it's supposed to. His receivers open by about five yards on most of these passes, so it should be shooting ducks in a barrel. But Josh Hoover... Pledging Indiana, good news for the Hoosiers. Six feet tall, 206 pounds, that doesn't bother me. I don't mind six-foot-tall quarterbacks. Cubs last night, winners 7-1. to Chris Bryant hit a home run. Contreras and Wisdom went back-to-back in the eighth to uh, uh, kind of back up a terrific Kyle Hendricks, who won his eighth straight start last night. The longest streak of one starts by a Cubs since Jake Arrieta in, I think, 15-16. and 16. He won nine in a row. Uh, Hendricks terrific last night. Six innings, four hits, uh, no walks, no runs. Really, really good. Just vexing teams that he pitches against right now. He's got that kind of control and that kind of stuff. Barely touches ninety with his fastball, but he's got run on everything. He controls everything at a high level. Understands how to pitch. Smart guy, Dartmouth guy, and should he be an All Star? You damn right he ought to be an All Star. He's ten and four for God's sake. And I know win-loss records, there's nothing less important in pitching than a win-loss record. But his ERA over his uh, last eight starts is uh, unbelievable. It's not Jacob deGrom, but it's unbelievable. Uh, The Cubs, they get a much-needed win last night. So out of their last 10, they're 4-6, and and that's okay. They travel today. They play the Dodgers a four-game set starting tomorrow night in Chavez Ravine. So there you go. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Beautiful day in central Indiana. A little bit cloudy, but I dig it. This is great. No sunscreen. Go out, play golf, have a great time. A little bit chilly, so you get to wear the nice pullover you got for Father's Day. Uh, JTX Level, I don't think that's his real name. Celebrating a birthday today, Gary Loveless, the great Terry Tiernan from Pacers Sports and Entertainment. Happy birthday, Bob Gladson. Happy birthday, Chris Weiss. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest and specific compliment. A little bit later today, I'm speaking to the Sertoma Club of Broad Ripple. Really looking forward to that. I'm there about every year. They have me back again, again, and again. And uh, the food's delicious. The company is wonderful. And for 25 minutes, I talk about sports, lessons we learn from sports. I, I dig it. A lot of fun to get up in front of people, have no idea what you're going to say and have it come out in a way that makes sense. What are you going to do? It's kind of like high school speech class, right? Uh, Later this afternoon, Inside Indiana Sports, we'll talk to you then. I cannot wait. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family